Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Stand up for your digital rights. Take action at expressvpn.com slash watchchad. It's party time, Mom! Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. I'm not taking a poop. I'm flexing my muscles. Sometimes you flex your muscles and you blow a blood vessel out in your eyeball. That's, mm-hmm. You do that when you're pooping. Mm-hmm. I used to have muscles. I don't know how many more. <laughs> used to. Atrophy's a weird thing, man. As you get older, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know anything about I'm on that. my way. Are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You look good for 50, though. Thanks. I appreciate I'm not 50. I appreciate um, it, though. Man, I did not yesterday. I wanted to wish uh, our friend Lieutenant Colonel Alan West well uh, yesterday on yesterday's episode, and, and uh, it totally slipped my mind. I was thinking about him because we were talking about him before the show, mm-hmm. and then we didn't wish him well. Uh, I appreciate it, you keeping me up to date it, all weekend yeah, about it, I, you and, and I appreciate Lisa Hendrickson for keeping me up to date, yeah. uh, uh, his campaign manager. And, and you know, Alan and I, we were together Saturday morning at the uh, um, Texas rally on the Capitol. Mm-hmm. I emceed that event. Alan gave a an incredible speech. I mean, anybody that's ever been around colonel allen west and heard him speak he is he is a powerful he's a great speaker, speaker. powerful speaker and so it's funny lisa texted me and she said uh you know that speech was for him because mm-hmm. of course as he was driving back riding back on his motorcycle there was an accident did you honk at him right before you hit him or well i told him i said alan look man let's get you elected because he's running for the uh you know the uh, head of the republican texas republican party and I said, I got an idea, dude. I got road armor bumpers on my truck. So you're not going to mess me up. Right. Let me bang you around a little bit. Let me run out in front of you. We joke about this, but it was a serious accident. And banged him up pretty good. Broke some bones. And, uh, but Alan, he's he's playing this thing for all it's worth. And I don't blame him one bit. Get all you can, brother. I'm, brother, I'm just glad you're okay. And, of course, I've publicly endorsed Alan West for this position. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, this is politics. He, he got some road rash. Yes, he did. On that on, on his yeah, face on and his other face. parts of his body. Mm-hmm. He, got, he, he got banged up pretty good. But I, it, when I got the news, because it was just two hours after we were together. Yeah. And uh, he had, it was funny because they were driving. They were riding. I always say driving. People don't drive motorcycles. They ride motorcycles. I don't really care. I don't ride motorcycles. I used to. That was my, like, that was a big thing for me. And then about 12 years ago, I gave it up because I saw some couple of people in one week get killed on the same road I was on. And I was just like, I'm done with this. Yeah. Because me, y'all know me, if I do something, it's 100%. I'm all out. I mean, I got to be in it to win it. I got to have all the gear, all the equipment. I got to, I got to be good at it. I've been in one of your vehicles and it's all out. <laughs> yeah. When you do it, so, it's all out. I mean, out. it's, it's, yeah. So that's anyway. But on their way down, they were delayed because, to use his word, some chucklehead, not one of our <laughs> chuckleheads, had a motorcycle accident and it delayed them. And then on the way back, Alan chuckleheaded. <laughs> but it's it's it's, that, it's, it's a bad I-35 deal. Thirty five is dangerous in a car. Uh, yeah. It is, and riding on the interstate in a mo- on a motorcycle is just 
mm. especially through Mm-mm. the towns. If you're out in the wide open interstate, that's fine. But you going through that Waco belt and all through the construction zone, yeah, there's a lot of construction through there. through there, a lot of traffic. And if Jade were here, of course, having 15, 16 years as a trauma nurse, she would tell you that spring and summer is when the idiots really come out mm. in all full force, whether it's on a horse, on a motorcycle, all these different things. And thank God he was on a cruiser, you know, and he's got a beautiful bike. And she says, you know, Jade would always say, look, as a trauma nurse, the folks that are riding those bikes, they survive. It's the crotch rockets where there's nothing left. It is mm-hmm. Usually when those those are immediate fatalities, they're, they're, they're going over 100 dead I on mean, the scene. And there you fast. go. So I, I will go ahead and say, if you ride, God bless you if you ride. Right. Um, but be careful because it's not you all the time. And 90% of the time, it ain't you. Mm-mm. I sold my nitrain two years ago, and yeah. I, I do miss it, but I don't miss almost getting run over all the time. I do not ride past a dealership where I don't look. Right. I look because I, I love bikes, and I, I grew up on a bike. I had a bike when I was a kid. I was on a dirt bike. Uh, I've wrecked them. I've, I've, you know, you just get up and you go again. I mean, I, we used to do all the crazy evil Knievel stuff. Then I had, you know, obviously a bike for the, the road mm-hmm. and highway. Used to ride all the time. And then I saw people get killed. And there were people who had been riding for 40, 50 years. And I told my kids one day, I said, if you love me, you'll never even get on a motorcycle. And they said, but you have them. And I said, mm-hmm. well, as of this week, I don't. Yeah. And I sold them. So anyway. May, may I say that? I'm glad Alan's okay. Uh, He's well, going to be okay. He's on the mend. Pray for him. He is healing. And receiving that call. Just remind you how precious, because I'm sure when as soon as you received it, I know I freaked oh, out. Oh, it scared me. Because I, I did not know his status at that point. I just yeah, knew that he was involved in a, in a motorcycle accident. And I'll tell you what, that will stop your world yeah. real quick and remind you how precious life is. Yeah, it is. Hey, unless you plan on self-isolating forever, you're going to need to be around other people again. I encourage you to do that if you can. Uh, herd immunity is an amazing thing. One of the best ways to avoid getting sick besides that is having a healthy immune system to begin with all year round. That's why you need to be taking Field of Greens. I brag on Field of Greens every single day. I take it. I use it. I love it. It tastes great. They've got a whole lot of different products that I use and can't live without. Brickhouse Nutrition is the company that puts them out. You just take a scoop of Field of Greens. It's got a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables, which boosts energy, supports a healthy immune system. If you're out of shape and you don't eat healthy, your risk is even higher. So this makes it very, very simple. A diet of fruits and vegetables can reduce your risk of heart heart disease, hypertension, stroke, even cancer, plus Field of Greens, prebiotic, probiotic. It's got a great source of vitamins, fiber, and other nutrients. Keep you regular. Just put one scoop in a glass of water, stir it up, drink it, you're done. Right now, I'm going to get you 15% off your first order with offer code CHAD at BrickHouseChad.com. You can do it. You go there. My face is right there on the website, BrickHouseChad.com. Subscribe, save an extra 10% every single month. Turn your body into a brick house with Field of Greens, BrickHouseChad.com. Go there today. One of the things that this has forced me to do, this whole coronavirus and not being able to tour and travel and stuff, is forced me to do things that typically I wouldn't do, like go into the studio or do some writing or, mm-hmm. or different things. And so Jade kind of got on to me over the weekend. She's like, you're too busy. You have too much. You have your hands in too much stuff. Like, for instance, we 
obviously we do merchandise and stuff and party foul nation which steve's killing it with beer for brunch and the other shows whining women and cooking with copeland and stuff on this party foul nation website mm-hmm. on a youtube i should say and you finally got to the point where you've had enough hours and stuff and yeah. people have supported you on that deal so it's giving you time to build that yeah we've focused on put a yeah. lot of focus in it and it's every day yeah. every single day working on that and so i mean steve's become an executive producer in that mm-hmm. regard and he got his own network going on i'm working on a thing that i will not reveal the name of but it's going to revolutionize how we teach our children uh history and civics and government and things and it's going to be fun and i'm telling you i'm so excited about this project i'm working on and just some of the stuff that's out there and this this is i'm not working on it with anybody else this is my brainchild i've been working on this thing i'm not ready to release it are you going to dress up like abraham lincoln (laughs) (laughs) clown version ronald ronald mcdonald was abraham lincoln but i just think it's something that's hugely missing in american culture today Mm -hmm. and so we've uh, we've got a few web domains that are out there uh that are exciting and they're coming they're coming and it's just gonna be some fun stuff because i'm telling you man we ronald reagan said conservatism is only one generation away from extinction and i'm you know we gotta we gotta maintain because hollywood's stealing our kids mm-hmm. and um the culture from TikTok to it's just really watering down the convictions that are there. And that's one of those things that I'm, I'm really passionate about is this next generation. Uh, so anyway, we've got some stuff going on, but one of the things I've been able to do is go in the studio and we've with Steve Helms, Ben McPherson, Jeff Gilbert, Chris Watson, uh, some top notch local musicians out of, out of the Dallas Fort Worth area have assisted me in this of course we've been going into fort worth sound bart rose's studio and we've been doing parody songs and they're songs that piss people off like take six feet and shove it uh that really that thing started that, i guess you'd say it went viral because it's gotten like 50 you know sixty thousand shares mm-hmm. four million views something like that and when we shot that video we shot another video cj and i shot another video that was better and a little bit more to it than what you see of us just being in the lake and doing that. But the machine ate it. And I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this again. So I said, just get in the water. Get in the water. And that's why if you watch that Take Six Feet and Shove It video, she's sitting on that big mat. She didn't want to get in the water because the water was freaking cold. Cold. Lily pad. And I'm in there, you know, just freezing, trying to, and trying to, that's why it's like, you can't lip sync. And if you watch to the very end of the video, you see that wave, the wake from the boat just comes over and hits me and you can see me just cuss because <laughs> it just hits up on my shoulders. And so, but I, we did a new song called it's off of Ronnie Millsaps. There's no getting over me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no getting over you. Uh, and so we did it from Amarona. There's just no getting over me. My friend uh, Angela Felix sent me the parody lyrics via Instagram uh, a few weeks ago. And I said, ooh, can I have this? I, I want to play with these lyrics and mess with them. But she gave me the concept and the idea. And so technically she she wrote most of that. And we changed it some in the studio. We got in the studio, we did it, and I the other night I just had to make a video for it. I had I was like, I gotta get this song out. Who knows? They they might cure coronavirus tomorrow. 
So I got to do something that's a video. So in my typical Chad Prather fashion, low budget, but fun and quirky. I heard Ronnie Millsap hadn't seen it yet. <laughs> Gosh. But I'm and sure you managed to piss off a lot of people already. Most of the reviews are good. Sweet. I will tell you this. One of the phenomena that happens is it, you don't get a lot of negative until you get above 750,000 views. When you get to a million, that's mm. when the negative really starts coming out on a viral video. At least that's my experience. So I, I have found that most people live until it gets to that point. Then it gets out there into the general public and populace that doesn't have a clue who you are. They don't know your heart. They don't know right. your your the things that drive you and the other things. You're they just know you by that one three minute song or video, and they form their opinion. And you're you know and they're all judgy. Public enemy number one. For I sure. found that's what happens at about a million. Right. Okay. So who knows? Uh, we're going to show you the video. If you haven't seen it already, it's available on Facebook, YouTube, and all the other good places where you can get video. Roll it, Candace. Yes. That's a hand. Well, you can crawl to the ER tonight If you feel like you ain't breathing right I'm Rona There ain't no getting over me Say they're corona free But there ain't no place that I won't be I'm Rona There ain't no getting over me I'll be the pills you forgot to take I'll be the cough that keeps you away I'll be the news on the radio that they keep you stayed closed Don't you know You can tell everyone it's the flu And you might even have it too I'm Rona There ain't no getting over me I'm Rona There ain't no getting over me Get down so you can crawl to the ER tonight. If you feel like you ain't breathing right, I'm Rona. There ain't no getting over me. If you eat, I'm Rona. There ain't no getting over me. Spot of the mask you're breathing through. Who 
done with their 90-day trial of 2020. You ready to cancel your membership? Hand sanitizer. Most expensive bottle of alcohol. Let me tell you something. So, we shot that thing. I just set it up on my ring light right there in the office. Right. And shot that. I shot it twice. I stunk so bad, like antibacterial <laughs> lotion, because I kept squirting it on myself. And there was a lot of it, too. Uh, the first take that I did of that thing, I did two squirts on my head. <laughs> I was wondering if you need a moisturizer up there and after it was that. Like, I'm like, I had to go shower off yes. all the antibacterial lotion that was on there. Uh, you know, I do those songs. When, when those things come along, I love good classic country music. And there's none better than a Ronnie Millsap. Mm. Or when we did Take Six Feet and Shove It, Johnny Paycheck. And I promise you, there is zero... One, it's poking fun at the situation and a lot of the overreactions, but there's zero condescension towards the original artist or those songs. I do them because I honor them. I love I those say, songs. That's a respect. That's a respect. To thing. me, it is. I mean, if you parody somebody's songs, like Roger Craig told me one time, we were doing a little gig down in South Texas. He goes, could you make fun of one of my songs sometime? <sighs> because you take, take, take six feet and shove it. When's the last time a Johnny Paycheck song sure. went viral and it got and people all of a sudden start going out and buying Probably the original <laughs> song because it reminds them of it. brings it back it. to life. Yeah, it brings mm-hmm. it back to life. So, Obviously, I don't mean any disrespect. I love them. And uh, if I could afford it, I would just spend time in the studio making those songs because Bart Rose makes us sound good. Well, it makes me sound good. But those musicians, I mean, Steve is top notch. Uh, you got Chris Watson, who's just a badass. Mm-hmm. He played the organ and, and the, he can play anything that's in the studio uh, and a guitar. But then, you know, Jeff Gilbert on the drums. Helms played, uh, he did the bass. And then, of course, Ben McPherson's doing that fiddle. And Ben and Steve sang harmony with me on that deal. I just love doing that stuff. I love it. It's like having a baby, but without, you know, the octopus that falls out of your vagina. That does hurt. Yeah. I mean, it's weird that way, but it's like this creative thing that flows out of you. So we have fun doing it. But I'm and ready for you to get back on the road, too. I think, I think yeah, your I'm fans so are ready. I know. I, well, I'm just, I'm excited for you, and I think your fans and are ready for you to be on the road. When we come well. back on the road, we'll still do comedy, but we're going to, I'm going to take some musicians out as well. It's going to be a very different looking show. There's going to be some variety to what we're doing because I think America wants that. I think they want to laugh. They want to be able to sing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to be able to go out there and just get good, wholesome, edgy fun that they can that they can laugh at, laugh at themselves, and just take a little break from it. And I know Party Foul Steve's ready to get on the road. 100% ready. I'm ready to get on the road. I finally realized about 10 days ago that it was starting to affect me and that I was getting a little bit edgy myself. You know, it was just like getting a little thin-skinned. People started commenting they were like what's wrong with you and i was like well nothing's mm. wrong with me and they're like oh something's wrong and i finally realized it's that stir crazy mm-hmm. that that gypsy nature that's inside of me that's not being fed because because i am born to go yeah right uh and it's it's it started to affect me i don't like that aspect about me but it's still true you know what i mean we did get a message from john paycheck johnny paycheck's son uh who who had some questions about us you know why did you pick my dad's song to do mm-hmm. take six feet and shove it and i said well i love the song i mean it's a great song and plus it fit perfectly yep. you know it was my sentiment shove it uh and he liked it he appreciated what we said of bringing his dad's name and his music back into the forefront of a thing because johnny paycheck i mean take six feet or take this job and shove it yes. i mean that was his bread and butter song yeah 
I mean, Johnny Paycheck put out a lot of hits, but that mm-hmm. was his, that was his song. Yeah, that was his song. So anyway, we had fun doing it, and it's just fun to be silly. Everybody's felt that way about a job. Yeah. Everybody feels that way about Corona. <laughs> yeah. And six feet. I, you know how I feel. I just want to get back to normal. Yeah. I don't want new normal. I just want to get back to normal. And as it stands right now, we're supposed to do August shows at Billy Bob's on yeah. August 23rd here in Fort Worth. We're supposed to do Pueblo, Colorado, Grand Junction on like the 27th, 28th, I think. We'll see about Huntsville. They haven't come back with a, a date for us. But obviously, it's a slow year. I'll be surprised, honestly, Steve, if they let us do August. That yeah. doesn't make me happy. It doesn't make yeah. me happy. Uh, because I think people want to get back to life. I had all my gigs canceled as well. I was supposed to travel a lot. You were, I, yeah. I, I really was. I was supposed to be in Vegas for a gig and, and just and everything got canceled. To still have this piece yeah. of the pie you know, in play meant a lot to me. It would, I would go crazy if I didn't have you guys. Yeah. If I didn't have the folks who are watching this and listening to this, I would absolutely go crazy. If I had any feelings right now, I would cry. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's gone numb. He's worn out of feelings. I know. I'm out of feelings. Hey, guys, for e-commerce business shipping in two days or less, that's the new standard. I don't know if you realize that or not. And if you're growing a business, you got to keep up. Introducing Shippo. We love them. We love them. We love them. That is our business's secret weapon. Shippo is the only shipping software for growing businesses that you can start today. You set it up in minutes. You ship today because they're going to ship hundreds of millions of packages Shippo uses a volume discount that's going to save you up to 90% off of carrier rates. Simply connect your online store to Shippo. No coding. There's no technical expertise required. They will instantly identify the lowest shipping rates from 55-plus top global carriers like UPS, the post office, FedEx, DHL. Your orders are automatically pulled in and ready to go. Just click, print, ship. Plus, they're going to give you an automated return label that is free, and you'll only pay that shipping if the customers use them. So companies that use Shippo literally save thousands of dollars every year. So free up hours of valuable time. And on average, grow 77% over year over year. So we're seeing that happen. I mean, it's incredible for our business. So join over 100,000 companies uh, like Goat, Hymns, and MeUndies, who are NCP Entertainment, I might add, who are saving up to 90% off carrier rates with Shippo. For our listeners, they're offering their best discount available anywhere. Get a shipping consultation, a Shippo Pro Plan for six months trial for free at GoShippo.com dot com slash chad seven hundred dollar value for free go shippo that's with two p's in there go shippo.com slash chad go today get your shipping consultation and your pro plan for six months trial free go shippo.com slash chad be right back Stay horned. Hey, uh, <laughs> Steve and I listen to different opinions. I think it's healthy to do that. I listen to stuff that I know I'm not going to agree with because just because I want to hear it, you know? I was on Twitter um, Monday night. I was I was on Twitter, and somebody had shared a doctored video of Joe Biden on The View, and he was stumbling and stammering. And I was like, there's no way this is an unedited video. And I went out, and I found the real video and he was nowhere near to as clueless as what they tried to make him look in that deal still rough but uh, i don't like stuff like that when you try to make it look one way and alter it i want to hear unadulterated opinions i want to hear people's different viewpoints 
Uh, I'm not scared of them. Look, if I have my own convictions, then I'm not scared of yours, Mm -hmm. right? I've always said, I love talking to people who disagree with me because you'll do one of two things. You'll either deepen my convictions that I already hold or you'll change my mind. And changing my mind is a good thing. It's a good thing. It means you're growing. I would, I would much rather know, as the Bible says, a better way. Yeah, you're growing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's uncomfortable because there's an old adage that says living things grow and growing things change and changing things challenge us. But if you're alive, you're growing one way or another. It might, we might be my age and it's just our ears and our nose <laughs> and, our, uh, and our scrotum. <laughs> yeah, especially mine. Hey, how often is your mind changed? Uh, pretty often, actually. Really? Yeah. Uh, altered. Altered. At least okay. altered. Uh, it, again, I, I go back to what the Bible says, where, you know, it, it says that the apostle came and taught them a better way. Hmm. It's not that their way was wrong, but it was just a better way. And in, in other words, in that context, he's talking about, he, he kind of opened up the truth to them and in such a way that they, they saw it more clearly. Uh, none of us have all the answers. And, and that's the problem is everybody wants to go online and their convictions are so unwavering. That's why it turns into kiss mines, go to hell, up yours and FUs and all these things. It doesn't need to be that way. It doesn't need to be that way. Uh, look, I'm a professional smartass. So is Steve. Steve texted me the other day and he's like, I think it's time for me to troll your page for a little while today. I know. I kind of like to go troll your yeah. your trolls. And I kind of like it when you do it. I love I, it when he does it. I'm he's always done afraid that for me. to do that because I don't want you upset about it if i go because sometimes it will start uh almost an argument which oh, i mean you know my thing is meant to be argumentative i, I love just when kinda, he does that depending on which page i'm on uh if somebody says something to me i can ruin their day oh sure i mean i can ruin their week really because if they if i bring their to the top because of a notification in my engagement they're going to get messages over and over and over and over and over again and then you have people who send me messages and be like your followers are the meanest people on the planet i'm like well, you asked for it, Peckerwood. You asked for it. Uh, and I know what's going to come out of the woodwork. There are going to be people just like you who started the whole thing. Now you're getting a taste of who you are. I think I'm just going to do that. Like, just make this anti-Chad comment yeah. on there just so you move me to the front. And I'll be yeah. like, look at all these people responding to me. Yeah. Little do they know. I should it start happens. doing that. I should start trolling you. Yeah, I've had... It just doesn't end well for people. I've had friends... That I could name off who have who have done that jokingly. Benton Blunt does it. Yeah, just to get it he going. Does it. He Chip can... Boyd does it a lot, where he'll say stuff, and people are like, "Who the hell are you?" To you know, and, they and they're can, friends. They can take it. They love <laughs> yeah. it. They they're doing it on purpose. But opinions. It's okay to have different opinions, um, and that's why I like reading. And Candace will pull the opinion pieces from the New York Times, and you know, there was this one that was I saw it over the weekend. I'm talking about Memorial Day. It was out of the New York Times. It says, uh, why does the U.S. military celebrate white supremacy? Yeah, why do they? Yeah. Um, and, of course, it was it brought up the, the shooting in Charleston, South Carolina, that targeted the nine black churchgoers, uh, Charlotte, South Carolina, which, of course, the whole thing, you know, the South Carolina flew the Confederate battle flag for mm-hmm. way longer than they probably should have as a symbol of Southern pride. That's quote unquote. And, of course, the, the guy that murdered them, his manifesto described it as the start of a race war. Uh, and, you know, the pictures of him was him brandishing a, a pistol and a rebel flag. So this person wrote this opinion piece, why does the military celebrate white supremacy? And their whole point was you have all of these bases that are out there 
that are named for it could be Confederate generals, it could be um, you know some of these different institutions that are out there, um, and you know some of the some of the as they say the toxic legacy that clings to the ten United States military installations across the South that were named for Confederate officers during the first half of the 20th century so you know they wanted to pull down the statues now they're basically saying why if you don't change the names of these bases mm-hmm. then you know well, that's, that's going to cause a big uproar because then people would literally have to change their last names yeah and because you know many you know slaves took slave owners last names well see now you're getting logical steve yeah that's but i mean that would that. be the next step yeah, so that's an interesting piece. I'll let you go up, go out and find it, read it on your own. Um, but, I mean, everything these days supports white supremacy at this point. Uh, and it's crazy. You know, I posted on Monday our rendition of the Star Spangled Banner, mm-hmm. and I did a little, from the Smithsonian, actually, I did a little script read or, or speech from the battle of uh, uh, Baltimore Harbor where Francis Scott Key, of course, overnight expected to see the British Union Jack flying, but mm-hmm. he saw instead the old glory. And so there's a story there, lots of history there that people don't know. So it kind of told the history and then did the thing. And of course you got these chuckleheads as Alan West would call <laughs> them who want to come out and start talking about native Americans and how you're going to tell me that they're, and I'm like, Oh my, that's enough. I mean, that's history. That's history. That's all of history, right? People have been conquered. People have been overthrown. There may be a stronger force that comes along and mo- removes us at some point in time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've already shown through this whole coronavirus thing, we're not that strong. I was going to say, if you don't think China's not trying to, yeah. you're wrong. I mean, we've shown them every weakness we've got at this point. Everybody's got an opinion, though. And I mean, it's good to read those things because it wouldn't cross my mind. Maybe that's my white privilege, right. but it wouldn't cross my mind that there are people out there who are really looking at military installations and bases and thinking that they're signs of white supremacy. But again, I'm white, so okay, that opens my eyes to see that. I am one of the ones, and I've caught flack for it over the years, and I've catch flack again. I don't think it was necessary for the state house in Columbia, South Carolina, to continue flying the Confederate flag as long as they did. And why do that? You know, the Apostle Paul says, if it offends one of my brethren, I won't do it, okay? I understand the heritage. I understand what it means. I understand the symbolism. And it was symbolism for different things for different people. And you also know that the Confederate flag is used for symbolism to represent white power, white supremacy, and and a lot of racist causes. It has been used as that symbol. Is that what it means? No. Not historically, it's not. Not according to the true heritage of it. But at the same time, if it offends one, Paul says, I'm not even going to eat meat. I can't eat meat that's sacrificed to idols, but if it offends you, Natalie, I won't eat it. I'll have a salad. I'm eating bacon. <laughs> You're screwed. <laughs> but that's the thing. You know, so if it offends you, so I just looked at it from that perspective. If I've got friends out there who are African-American, if they're black, you know, and, mm-hmm. and they look at that, they say, you know, that okay, well, there are certain things that I'm willing to say, look, okay, you need to change. And there's certain things that I say I need to change, right? And that's very hard. But I don't mind telling you that I think you're wrong and you need to change on certain subjects. And I want to have such a teachable spirit. It doesn't make me weak to be able to say, okay, I can I can give on that one. 
I can give on that one. Uh, I said it just last week and caught some flack on it when I said, I'm willing, I'm willing, if you want to make legislation about abortion, only about the cases of rape and mm -hmm. incest and the threat to the mother's health, I'm willing to let you have that. I'm willing to let you have that. Take away all abortions of convenience. People are like, there's no excuse for rape. I understand that. And I agree with you philosophically, but that ain't a hill I'm going to die on. So was, it's okay to have opinions mm. and it's okay to have differing opinions. Mm -hmm. People don't want them though. I mean, it's by God. You know what's bad is when you wake up one day and you go, shit, I was wrong. Yeah. That's a horrible feeling. You know what I mean? You ever woke up like that? Yeah, well, you that, and I differ a little bit in this. All that life. being said, is it we time for a new national anthem? <laughs> no. Why not? <laughs> no, I just don't think there's any need for it. Okay. I mean, again, because I don't think you can justify the argument for it. Now, can a person justify the argument for flying the Confederate flag over the the South Carolina State House? Yeah, I think you can yes. justify that. Yeah. But changing the national anthem, I just don't think you can justify that. But I thought that. there was some wording in the original it, national there anthem. There is, that, but if you that, understand the wording, I can make the argument that proves that it's not about that at all. So it's true. Anyway, we'll talk about it. Be right back. Here's an opinion piece out of the New York Post uh, from this past week. It says uh, Obamagate isn't a distraction. It's about outrageous abuses. And I read that and I'm like, yeah, that's right. I think history is going to show that the, the Obama administration was the most corrupt one that's ever existed. I really, I really do. I mean, the abuses of, of the intelligence community, uh, the law enforcement community at the federal level, whew, never has there been, that we know of, never has there been an outgoing president who has marshaled the forces of the intelligence agency that were at his disposal to spy on an incoming duly elected president of the united states and that's exactly what barack obama did well they knew that trump was going to beat the snot out of them it's interesting to me uh and i won't i don't want to go too far into this because i, I chased the rabbit down the hole and i don't want to not on this episode uh but you know hillary wasn't supposed to lose correct she wasn't supposed to lose so it's like obama had this one safeguard in place it was like the nuclear button that he hoped he never had to push. But once Hillary lost, he had to push that button. They had to come up with something. And so then you had the birth of all of this Russian collusion and the Russian meddling. Of course, Russia meddled in our election. They'll meddle in this election. They've meddled in the last elections. We've meddled in theirs. That's what enemies do. It's what geopolitical enemies do. Mitt Romney was right. To Barack Obama's chagrin in the campaign for presidency that he had when he said our biggest geopolitical enemy right now is Russia. And Barack Obama scoffed at it. He laughed at it. But now what do we hear? Russia, Russia, Russia. So Attorney General William Barr was damn right last week to blast the collusion hoax that began under President Barack Obama as a grave injustice and unprecedented in U.S. history. Uh, claims by Democrats like Joe Biden and the anti-Trump media that Obamagate is but a distraction are the true distractions. During the 2016 election and for the first two years of President Trump's term, 
sidebar, the law enforcement and intelligence apparatus of this country were involved in advancing a false and utterly baseless Russian collusion narrative against the president. They abused investigative and prosecutorial standards to reach a particular result. I agree. I agree. What could Donald Trump have done if he would have had the support? If, if, I mean, think about the distractions mm-hmm. to an American president to have to deal with this stuff. And where's it gotten him? Nowhere. The Mueller, resort, the Mueller report was nothing. It turned up nothing. $30 million, all those man hours, all those distractions, all those hearings, and it turned up nothing. Waste of time. Peter Strzok, Lisa Page. I mean, it was a nightmare. When you start looking at their text, Lisa Page, who says, POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. Really? Then you start getting these leaked phone calls of the real collusion that was going on. Joe Biden, who's talking to uh, Polanski or whatever his name is in the Ukraine, and he's talking about getting shook and fired. And you've heard the phone calls, and he's going to say, I don't know anything about all this stuff. And there it is in audio, him having the conversation, and them saying, hey, we got rid of Shokin. Great. Now we're going to give you a billion dollars. Well, son of a bitch. They <laughs> fired the guy. Uh, you know, it's so anyway, Peter Strzok, you know, whenever uh, his mistress, when Lisa Page says, there's no way he can win, right? Peter Strzok says, no, he won't. We'll stop it. Really? That's crazy stuff. You got Michael Flynn. That's, this is, you know, the incoming calls between National Security Advisor Michael Flynn and the Russian ambassador. Transcripts, transcripts showed no wrongdoing. Yet high officials used leaks to engineer Flynn's exit. They ruined the man's life. Mm-hmm. Newly released documents even suggest that Obama knew of the plot and at least didn't object to the idea of hiding it from the Trump folks. Man. I mean, they blackmailed Flynn into pleading guilty, lying to the FBI with threats to prosecute his son. Insiders leaked juicy tidbits of virulently anti-Trump media to stoke false notions of the Trump-Russia conspiracy, even though the FBI had nothing. That's why I love it when people who sit there and say, Russia, 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 they get on Twitter and they come at you. If you're a Trump supporter, how can you support a guy who's like, have y'all not moved on with the argument yet? You've already been debunked. Seriously, Shut up. That's how ignorant you are. And you know the thing that drives me crazy about the left is they think they're so damn elitist. Like, okay, Chad, you and your cowboy hat, you are so ignorant, you don't know. Well, if you had an education, maybe you would know what we know about Russian collusion. <laughs> okay there, um, uh, Adam Schiff, let's see your huge pile of evidence that's out there, because that's been debunked, folks. Mm. So Adam Schiff, ex-Intel honchos like James Clapper, John Brennan, they fuel the hysteria. This thing says that uh, even last year, Schiff insisted he'd been he'd seen ample evidence of collusion. Where is it? That makes me want to cuss, Candace. I, I won't do it. I won't do it, but it makes me want to. So, I mean, and that's a lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the the left won't see that on the media. You can look at the media. You can watch CNN. You can watch the quote fake news stuff. They don't report that something's been debunked. Yeah. They no. just go on with it and move on to the next thing that they're after. All this crap is house of cards. Goes on to Ukraine. Goes on to quid Crazy. pro quo. Uh, there's no more talk about collusion. And now, of all things, they won't mail in ballots? Yep. Do you see where the South Carolina ballot showed up in Maryland over the weekend? <sighs> you can't make this stuff up, people. 
You can't make this stuff up. If you choose to do a mail-in ballot, you better go on and log in to the federal government website and see if your vote got counted. Uh-huh. You can do that. You can do that. I saw that somebody in they were uh, in Nevada. Yeah. Some issues with that. Mindy Robinson. Yeah. Our friend Mindy who's running for Congress. Vote for her if you're in Nevada. Uh, that, that's, that's the kind of thing that's out there that you, you're going to sit there and talk about Russian meddling, but you want mail-in ballots? That's why I say over and over again, and I say this, if the Republicans were doing this, and I'm not a Republican, remember, I'll say again, I am not, I do not belong to a political party. I don't care who bitches about it. I don't, I never will. I won't. I keep an open mind to it. I vote according to my convictions. But let me tell you, say something. I am a conservative. Uh, I don't know if I'm a libertarian or not. I don't know. I don't like titles. I don't like all this stuff. But I will say this. Uh, you're going to sit there. Democrats can't win. They know they can't win. They, I mean, out of all that huge, giant field of, what, 30-some-odd candidates, <laughs> and you're telling me Joe Biden, dementia Joe Biden is the best you could get? He's the cream of the crop? And you're going to trot him out there? And that's what you're going to put against Donald Trump? Look, you can't win, so you've got to cheat. Sense makes no sense you gotta cheat that's why you're pushing these mail-in ballots and plastic face nancy pelosi with her oil shining through the botox is literally leaking through her pores and she talks about it's the only fair way to have a healthy and safe election oh yeah yeah we'll be right back I find it ironic that there's a guy running for president who's living in his basement, who's asking for the votes from people who live in their basements. Yep. I mean, you never think about that. Ah, the stereotypes are incredible. But he's on that podcast with Charlemagne Vaga, mm-hmm. which, by the way, Joe Biden's trying to start a podcast. He can't even get it up. Well, no, oh, he no. is 77, but he can't even get his own podcast running. He can't get the thing going. But he's on Charlemagne the God. I just want to punch that guy in the face <laughs> just for that name. Anyway, I mean, he says, if you got to decide between Donald Trump and me, man, you ain't black. Okay. Okay. How does that fly? I, and I, I mean, can you imagine? Mark said it in a break. What if Donald Trump said that? Yes. What if Donald Trump had said that? It would cure coronavirus. No more headlines about coronavirus. There would corona. be nothing else Done. said about coronavirus. That would be it. We would only talk about Donald Trump and his racist, morbidly obese, fat <laughs> golf playing ass. That's all we would talk about. If he said that, then you ain't black. Oh, my God. Look, man, I... I did my DNA 23 and me. I'm white. I know I'm white. Right? I know I am. You're white. Yeah, but I I showed you my fifth cousin on my maternal side. Black! <laughs> he posted but, it on my Facebook. But in this day and age, even at the level, if you're going to run for president of the United States, we've all said dumb stuff. Oh, yeah. But can you imagine his campaign director, his spokesperson, the people who are out there coaching him, and he says, then you ain't black. I just imagine them going, like their heart just sinking, yeah. just staring at the heavens going, God, why? Why? <laughs> Dear God. On the flip side, you'd be going back on tour tomorrow. Everything be open. Yeah, everything be open. <laughs> you know what? Screw it. Let all you Republicans die. 
<laughs> Y'all hate us. You know? I mean, my God. Yeah. I got on Twitter and I said, well, if you're trying to decide between the Escalade and a Suburban, then you ain't black. You know? Now, that's the logic. Is that, that's, that's is that appropriate for me to say? No! But right. that's the logic. And people are giving him the pass. Where's the NBA, LeBron James? Come on. Tweet about it. I want to hear about it. We love y'all. God bless. Talk to you tomorrow.